This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to um, episode 22 of the Luton Digital Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Steve. This is the week before the big blank game weeks and double game weeks, the week before 31, game week 30. But we still have quite a bit to chat about in this week's pod. Reflections for game week 29 are as follows. The average points was 40, so quite a low-scoring Game week, the high, the player who scored the highest amount of points was Declan Rice, the 15-pointer, the gold clean sheet and bonus with um, West Ham's victory. And um, Vardy delivered as many managers, I know many managers brought him in for Brendan Rodgers' first game as Leicester boss. And Leicester did lose, but Vardy did score. And Jota and Jimenez also hauled Jota of the 11 points, Jimenez of the 12. And a bit disappointing since I took Jota out that exact week. But um, never mind, because the person who I replaced Vardy, the person who I, who I brought Vardy in for was Aubameyang. And dear, oh dear, Aubameyang, he didn't even start. And then he came on, and in the last few minutes, he missed a penalty. All I can say is I feel sorry for Aubameyang owners. Manager of the Week This week's Manager of the Week is Danny Morgan with 63 points. And that actually takes him top, but more on that in a minute. His points mainly come from Hazard, who he captained like I did. Um, and Jimenez, who a lot of managers have. But he also had Zahar, nine points. And Trent Alexander-Arnold. And clean sheets from um, Fabianski. And um, five from Wan-Bissaka. But in second place was my own team, Lingardium Leviosa. With the 59 points. Only four off. And in third place was Helen Jerome's team, Barnet Salona FC, with 56. League table. Over to you, Steve, for the league table. Thank you, Samo. Yes, uh, we have the latest data here on the league table. And the big news of the week is Mr Danny Morgan, the Morgster, is in top place. What a congratulations to him. He leads for the first time this season with 17-2-4. Sam Owen has had a disastrous three weeks. There is no doubt about that. His graph of performance shows a decline, alarming decline. He's responded by making three changes already. Unbelievable. 17-10-14 off the lead, Alex Perry. It's steady progress, Sam. It's steady progress, but he's not pulling trees up. 16-8-8. My own team, 16-7-1 in fourth. Mark Burrows, don't rule him out. 16-3-8. Evan Weeks, he's beginning to decline, sadly. 16 2 7 Again, a big mover, Ollie Doward. He does remind me, I think we talked last week, didn't we, Sam, about the Formula One driver who starts at the back. He's up now. Two, seventh place. 
16-2-1, that's his highest position of the season. Tom Kershaw staying in there, 16-0-9. David Todd, 16-0-1. Patrick Cunningham making a late move into 10th with 15-7-5, tied with Loz Newbold. And Gillian Smith in 12th with 15-7-2. Sam, you've had a good week there, and you're now 13th, which is an improvement, and you're just 158 points off the lead. Talking points. Now, I know we are all looking ahead to 31, 32, 33, 35, where there is um, loads of blanks and doubles, but we still have 30 to coming up. So over to you, Steve. Yes, it's an interesting one, isn't it, Sam? Because you were going with your strategy that uh, you build everything up to 31, where there are only five fixtures, obviously uh, 10 teams missing out. Then you play uh, free hit 32 to take advantage of the double game week. But So let's have a look at some of these players that you are considering then uh, as, as good candidates. So I have um, a list here of possible players who um, might be a good fit, which are, it includes Brooks for Bournemouth. I think Bournemouth's, Bournemouth have quite easy fixtures. For, um, Bournemouth a good shout, yes. Yes, Bournemouth play Newcastle at 31 and um, they play Burnley 33. I also have Diop for West Ham. I think he scored a goal. Of, maybe. He scored a goal for me a few weeks ago, two, two or three game weeks ago. Yes, he faced... Diop and Rice, you got Rice as well? Because Rice is playing in midfield. Yeah, I think I think Rice is actually listed as a defender, but he's in midfield. Well, that's what I, I mean. Think. So yes. I think Rice is a better option than Diop, to be honest with you. West Ham face Huddersfield in 31, and then we move on to Higuain, who's might, a few players might be, a few managers may be looking towards. He's a premium striker, be very expensive. But I don't fancy Higuain. Um, probably going to be completely wrong, but they're not creating enough chances for me. Fair enough. And then we have Vardy, who I've just brought in. Vardy is Fulham this week, and he plays against Burnley in 31. And in 33, he has Huddersfield, I believe. He's a great shout, and a couple of managers have got him. Just confirm that he, because he went off injured at the end of the game, he's, he's fine, is he? You've, uh, yes, you've I think, rung the Leicester manager. Yes, I rang um, my pal Brendan the other day, and he assures me that he is fit for the Fulham game. Moving on to Barnes for Burnley, also in my team, and scored the last game week. I think he'll be a good option, possibly better than Rondon. Great, great news, Sam. Any more talking points uh, other than those players? Any, what's talking point two this week? Talking point two is a um, small one, because I was actually struggling for talking points. I asked Steve earlier, but um, he was busy preparing other parts of the pod. But is Lukaku has scored six goals in the last three games. I might, I think I'd keep an eye, an eye on him, but he is expensive. He's a great shout, and I think I'll be bringing Lukaku in for 32, certainly in the free hit. Uh, problem I've got is my team, with almost valued now at £108 million, is um, if I make... Apart from the free hit where you keep your values because all your team resets itself at 33, if I were to transfer some of these big players who've gone up like uh, Jimenez, Doherty, Salah, Pogba. Pogba, if I transfer them out, I lose about two, two million in total. But 
That's why I've kept them all in. But yeah, certainly Lukaku is almost definite for me, 32. Talking point number three is, um, I think Sam Owen has already made some... Yeah, three great, transfers. We yeah. talked about it earlier. This is a, re- this is a reaction to um, some, some dreadful recent form, in fact, from Sam Owen. And we, we pulled out um, a chart here, in fact, uh, that we're looking at, which uh, maybe we'll, we'll tweet out after this show, just uh, showing um, the performance of Sam Owen and, and, and how badly it's gone for him in the last uh, three game weeks. Interestingly, Sam, uh, we, can, we can reveal that Sam Owen has got the best uh, captain selection rate, uh, ratio, uh, bangers and mash. The stats tell us that he has, in fact, picked the correct game, uh, cap game week captain for 22 out of the 29 game weeks so far at 76%. But, and this happened to me as well, uh, he had Pogba last week and scored a negative score of minus two. Got to be happy with that. Uh, previous game week, he got it wrong with Salah. Previous game week, he got it wrong with Son. So that's three weeks in a row, and it is a tricky captain decision. More about that later in the pod. Game week preview. It is the time where we um, review the upcoming fixtures for the next game week, which is game week 30. And um, first game on Saturday, 12.30, is a cracker. Palace Brighton. How do you see this one going, Steve? I'm seeing a lot of people tipping Zaha uh, and presumably a very easy uh, Palace win. But uh, I don't have any Palace or Brighton assets, so the game is an irrelevance to me. Second game on at three o'clock is Cardiff West Ham. Now this is an interesting one because the Cardiff who've been in free fall, apparently the, these uh, fans are starting to turn on Warnock or the board now, but uh, they've lost their best defender and West Ham. They're very unreliable, West Ham. But as insofar as they are in form. It's, it's probably as good as it's got this season, so you would expect a West Ham win. It's just a question of which players turn up. Is it Rice? Is it Diop? Is it Arnautovic, who never seems to get a start? Does he go with Hernandez? Does he play... Uh, presumably, if he plays his usual midfield, Noble, Anderson, Lanzini's the one, Sam. A lot of people are saying Lanzini. Some weird stat that he was involved in 40% of all West Ham's goals last season before he got injured. So, you know, there's loads of choice there. Uh, I won't be making any further West Ham changes this week. Huddersfield, Bournemouth. You would think that's a Bournemouth win. And I like the fact that you've got uh, Brooks. But Huddersfield did beat Wolves, didn't they? 1-0. So that that manager does seem to get excited, doesn't he, when he's... uh, Side win. Leicester versus Fulham. I have Vardy for this game. I'm hoping he can score a hat-trick for this one. And again, it's got to be a big Leicester win. You would have thought, trying to impress Brendan. Is this their first home game under Rodgers? Yes, it is. The next one is Newcastle-Everton. I've got a Newcastle win here. Southampton Spurs. I think, stand by for that, because that could be in 
the mystic prediction. I notice a lot of um, our mystic predictions involve Spurs. But anyway, on to the 5.30 game, City-Watford. Well, you're worried about this one, I know. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I think that, that if, if City, if Watford are as naive as they were against Liverpool, you would expect a big City win. But Yes, Liverpool beat Watford 5-0 on their attack. Wasn't their attack isn't doing that great, and sit would I wonder what City will be, the score will be for City? Maybe Sterling and Aguero will be amongst the goals. I hope not because I don't own any City players. But on to um Sunday's games, the twelve o'clock one is Liverpool Burnley. Strange time that Liverpool Burnley, uh, but I would think Liverpool will win that. There are I don't know all these stats roll into a big jelly in my head but I think I saw something like the last six games at home Liverpool scored 18 goals and conceded three so if that's the case a big Liverpool win now the next one is Chelsea Wolves at five past two I was tempted to go with the mystic prediction on this because I think Wolves will do better than people expect and I think we may be disappointed in in Chelsea but they are an inconsistent team, Wolves, so uh, who knows. Yes, they um, lost to Huddersfield a few weeks back then beat Cardiff and then drew... Yes, they are quite inconsistent. I agree with you there. But the final game of the game week, the big one, Matthew, is um, Arsenal-Man United. I'm a bit worried about this as a United fan. I think Arsenal in quite good form. I, I, don't, well, I think they might have... I, I can't remember the score of their Europa League match. I don't think they did well. I don't think. If the United reserve side can go to Paris and beat Paris 3-1, why would you be worried about the United first team side playing Arsenal? Um, that's the question. You don't have to answer it, Sam. Well, if you that's in, the poser. I was very happy with the United result against Paris, but I think I think three of their goals were sort of gifted to them by bad PSG playing. I guess we can hope Arsenal do the same, but um, yeah. It was more that they, they didn't let... Paris they score. defended well. So, how many goals would you say that Arsenal are capable of scoring against United? Because he, the fact is, he's got his defence playing really, really well now. And players who weren't performing or didn't look anywhere near good enough for United under Mourinho, I'm thinking Linderoff and Smalling. Sure. Well, sure, we don't agree on, but those two central, central, central defenders. Oh, yeah, brilliant again now. So, I'm not saying United are going to win that Arsenal game, but I can't see them losing it. That's my prediction. And that's your game week preview. Big one, Matthew. As I have said earlier in this podcast, I think City might go big against Watford. Now, I've got to say, I think Sterling will probably be is my big one, Matthew. I think he will go big. I'm not quite. I'm not sure whether Aguero will play the full ninety minutes, which is why I've gone Sterling over him. But Aguero's home form is quite impressive. But I have a feeling Sterling may turn up against a Watford. 
Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. So the mystic selection uh, from Harry the Cat this week is that Southampton Spurs game. And I think Southampton will get something from that game. That's Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. My team, your team. As of right now, I'm probably going unchanged for the next week. I have nine players for 31. I may make one or two changes next week. Don't rule out a possible late change, but it's more likely that I don't make any changes this week. Two changes for me, Samo. Uh, and it goes against what I said earlier in the pod, but I've brought Hazard in to replace Jota. And that's mainly with a view to the fact that he's playing next week as well. And to pay for that, and because he's slightly disappointed me since I brought him in a few weeks ago, Heaton has left and Boric from Bournemouth is in. There is a risk there, obviously, because he's, A, he's 40. B, he's not normally first choice, but he did play the last game. So we see away at Huddersfield whether he starts. If he doesn't, of course, I've got the insurance of Etheridge. So those are the two changes. Doesn't lose me any money. Boric and Hazard in, which gives me, I think, nine starters, possibly ten for next game week. And I'm probably not going to make any further changes for next week due to uh, losing too much money. So it will be nine or ten going into game week. 31. This week's Golden Gamble was a bit of a boring run, but I don't see much other choice than to go with Salah against Burnley. Liverpool are much better at home, and the the, um, front three haven't been looking as um, great recently, but I think Salah probably will score a few goals. I have got that, Sam, as well. I uh, have... uh, Got Salah as captain. Sterling is currently vice-captain. A couple of stats for you on Salah. He's looking for his 50th 50th goal for Liverpool, but it's the first time since he joined that he has not scored in three games. So, uh, evidence for, and again, evidence against the Egyptian fella. The fourth official's indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. Thanks everybody for tuning in to episode 22 of the Luton Digital Fantasy Football Podcast. A good podcast this week. We talked a bit about game week 30 and some players for the upcoming game weeks. And congratulations to Danny Morgan for dethroning um, Samo. And finally... And this really is the uh, the nuts of the season. It's like the calm this game week before the storm. Obviously, if one of the players we haven't got, Sam Aguero, goes big, it could change and really blow our chances. But on the other hand, if Salah turns up, it could go the other way. So an interesting game week, obviously next week, is the big one. Goodbye, everyone. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.